Something Smarter with Joe Solas, and we are now in Season 2. Thank you to all of my guests who have been part in the Season 1. Maraming salamat po. And now, what's in store for the Season 2? We have more interesting topics. We have wider spectrum in terms of guests, personalities, of where they are coming from across industries. So we're going to talk about business. We're going to talk about travel and lifestyle advocacies and even politics but we make sure that we still encourage everybody to have healthier discussions online so if you've been one of my listeners so feel free to engage with me online send me a message tag me and use the hashtag think smarter again this is uh, one of the opportunities so that we could extend and make the people around us more informed smarter and very responsible as well so, ayan, without further ado, ito na yung next topic natin, ha? Salamat! Hello, good evening everyone. So again, thank you for joining the Think Smarter with Joff Solas. Every Fridays na po tayo, so at 9pm. So we have expanded all of our topics already because nakikita na natin, no, for, since we started the pandemic, uh, we started with the tourism Fridays because we wanted, and you know, personally, I could, I am, I belong to the tourism industry, and uh, right now, nakikita natin yung extent of the of the impact. So when I have some of my colleagues discussing as well, Jeff, baka we could also discuss something else, the other industries, naman. So like, of course, sure, sure, because eventually, like I mentioned, we wanted to create more, uh, smart discussions online. So, what is my intent, particularly for the Joff Solace page? And again, we're available also in YouTube and also in podcast courtesy of Anchor FM. So, iTunes and also Spotify, we are there. So, we wanted to create more smart discussions online. Kasi lalo na ngayon, marami tayong mga uh, hindi tayo makapag-meet, ba, personally. And uh, we have so many projects aligned in the future. Actually, very distant na to kasi we're t- talking about 2022 na. Lalo na for this particular topic, we're talking about COMELEC elections. So, ito yung, ano, everybody's like excited to discuss. Um, and dami nating mga political arguments or ideas as well as as early as now, just because of what we're experiencing during the lockdown or the pandemic. Now we are observing, ah, okay, dapat pala talaga we should have been serious of you know, selecting the characteristics and the background of our politicians who will be elected, ba? Now, we will be electing as leaders in the future. Ngayon, para kasing parang ang, ang kulang ng buwan para pag-usapan yung preparations. Um, and we have no other person to turn to than syempre yung pinaka-expert natin. And it's one of the most recognizable na kumbaga personality in the government lalo na pag nakita namin uy sir sir ano pwede yung patanong naman po paano ba to kasi I mean everybody's excited lalo na imagine mo yung papasok ko sa klase tapos ang dami-daming first year eh just imagine the momentum so yung 2022 aalamin natin yan and definitely the best person to, to answer this is the spokesperson Mr. James Jimenez so let me call him now Hello, Sir James. Good, Good evening. Ako, maraming salamat po. Ah. Kasi alam kong busy-busy kayo. Saan pa kayo nang galing? Sabi nyo kanina? Uh, galing ako sa Buwanga, Sibugay. Uh, nagkaroon ng, ano, ng, ng special registration doon sa Camp Salman. It's a camp of uh, the MILF. So, nagkaroon kami ng satellite registration doon. So, I had to be there. Uh, katatapos lang actually so kababalik ko lang ayan maraming sab- again because it still is ongoing lalo na yung mga ano natin registration kanina nga parang na visit ko because the end of the registration will be in September tama Sir James? tama yun September 30, 2021 ang end ng ating satellite ng ating registration oo and although that we are especially the NCR plus meron tayong mga restrictions um, I mean, uh, later on we'll be asking Sir James, meron ba tayong extension? Um, kasi parang uh, baka mamaya, no? Yung mga, kasi before the publicity or uh, the announcement is that yung ano, target natin for the registration 
eh hindi pa tayo sumasakto doon sa 50%. Pero right. ito ay good news. Sige nga po. Ano ho update natin sa registration? Ah, uh, ngayon na. Oh, update ko. Oh. Oh, sige. <laughs> <laughs> Kasi ganito, no? Um tama ka, nag-lockdown tayo sa Greater Manila area, yung tinatawag nating NCR Plus. So nag-lockdown tayo, but for the rest of the country, tuloy ang registration. No, uh, it, it's it's restarted since the last ECQ, so tuloy-tuloy lang yan. So the good news is, right now we we have about 2.8 million registrants already, and we're expecting another 1.2 million from the SK. Okay, marami kasi tayo mga sangguniang kabataan voters from before na ililipat na natin dito sa regular list of voters. So in in total by September we actually expect to exceed 4 million. Okay? Wow. 4 million ang target na sinet natin but it looks like we're actually going to be closer to 5 5.5 million by yeah. the end of September. So magandang magandang pangitain yan. Uh, again like I said no tuloy-tuloy yung registration sa probinsya, yung satellite registration merong mga ilang ongoing. So all of this adds up no? And then finally nga, idadagdag natin yung mga sangguniang kabataan na kabataang registered na, idadagdag natin sila dun sa list ng mga voters para sa 2022. So, ang estimate natin, in fact, for ano for 2022, mm-hmm. is that we will have approximately 61 to 62 million voters uh, who will be eligible to vote in 2022. Ayan! Congrats, congrats, Comelec. Kasi talagang, bilis, no? Parang, you, when you were announcing na parang, oh, nandoon pa lang tayo sa 50%, and then parang kinabahan na tayo, parang, naku, ano ba yan? If you wanted change or if you wanted to improve what's really going on, eh, kailangan well, actually, for, for that, no, uh, a lot of credit goes to people like you. Yung, yung mga nag-ingay talaga about registration. Kasi, um, kung kami lang naman ang magsasalita, well, meron kaming maaabot, no? Pero mas marami tayong naabot, mas marami tayong nahikayat because people like you, your program, uh, your 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 platforms were used as as a way of calling people to register. So, this is as much your achievement as it is the Comelex. Ayan, so, so let's yeah. give them a round of applause yung mga social media natin and Actually kasi, di ba tulad niyan, when people are saying, ah, post-post lang kayo, syempre, we understand. We cannot all go out. Um, lahat tas hindi din namin monitor physically kung pumipila nga ba talaga yung mga tao para dun sa mga registration. But, dito makikita natin that there is an impact if we do some things smart online, di ba? Kasi baka... Puro tayo ang shoots, di ba? Siyempre, I mean, we understand everybody's like dealing with the mental health. Um, iba, maraming entertainment. Iba, actually, uh, I have been talking to my co- colleagues in the media and I was informed na yung mga social issues or political issues, hindi siya naging priority during the pandemic. It's because nga, we have to handle our uh, mental health. And sabi niya nila, nako, mas gusto namin ayusin pa yung, ano, yung, 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 yung health status, di ba? So, I hope, and again, it only uh, proves yung mga, I, I, I have a lot of friends who have been campaigning, uh, pushing everybody to really register. Kasi it, nandito tayo sa first phase pa lang, diba? Sabi mo nga, September, tapos sabi natin, when you were uh, telling us na wala pa tayo sa 50%, and yung, yung first-time voters are now going to, kasi parang mas uh, mahirap, no? Mas mahirap lumabas. Mas mahirap sigurong uh, uh, to deal with, especially with the registration na nagtatanong sila, hey, teka, i-COVID nga, eh, paano ako mag-register? So again, with your update, so at least nandiyan na tayo. At please, please do continue kasi hindi pa naman tayo natatapos dito sa registration and there's still more voices na Kasi next issue natin dyan, ba, Sir James, is the actual day of voting. And mm-hmm. before we go with that, syempre nandito pa lang tayo sa ano, campaigning. Eh, Sir James, paano yan? As early as now, ang dami namin nakikita. I mean, I don't know yet. 
uh, or probably you could tell me if there's a way for Comelec to validate yung mga nakikita natin sa social media. Kung yun ba ay totoo na nagka-campaign sila or baka sabihin na hindi kami yan, baka yung kalaban niya. How do Comelec is, uh, you know, trying to validate all of these uh, efforts? Actually, at this point, Joff, there's no need to validate it. Uh, number one, wala pang kandidato. There are no candidates at this moment. Why? Because the filing of certificate of candidacy is will will only happen October 1 to 8 pa. October mm-hmm. 1 to 8. Mm-hmm. Several months down the road. So ngayon, wala pang kandidato. Sara Duterte is not a candidate. Lenny Robredo is not a candidate. Manny Pacquiao is not a candidate. They are not candidates. However, may mga tao na naglalabas na ng materials in their name. Okay? Nakikita natin yan. Run, Sarah, run. Nakikita natin yung mga picture ni Manny Pacquiao. Nakikita natin yung mga post na ready for Lenny. Are these campaign materials? It depends on how you look at them. First, if you look at them as a means of promoting someone's candidacy, then yes, absolutely. These are campaigning materials. Okay? But are they campaign materials such that irerecognize sila ng batas as campaign materials? At this point, hindi. Why? Because in order for materials to be considered campaign materials, okay? In order for these things to be considered campaign materials, kailangan may dalawang bagay. Number one, kailangan may kandidato. At pangalawa, kailangan nag-start na campaign period. And like I explained kanina, wala pang, wala pang kandidato. And mas lalong wala pang campaign period. Campaign period for national office starts February 25 pa, next year. So, wala talaga. So, ano, ano tong nakikita natin na materials na to? Do they campaign for someone? Yes, they do. But they are not technically campaign materials. So, what are they? At this point, you can only call them samples or examples of freedom of expression. Okay? Mm-hmm. Why do I say that? Because if I put out a poster tomorrow mm-hmm. that says, Run James Run, mm-hmm. no one can can file a suit against me. Mm-hmm. Because karapatan ko yan. Mm-hmm. Karapatan kong ubusin yung pera ko sa poster, karapatan mm-hmm. kong ubusin yung, yung resources ko sa mga ganyang klaseng vanity project. Mm-hmm. No one can complain because that's my money. Okay? That's my... Provided those are that, uh, yes, sir. Pero provided that is uh, personal money. Even if, if... Kahit ano yan, kahit sa kumpanya yan. Again, because spending is is speech, right? It's it's freedom. Pwede kang gumastos. Now... Pero what if it's public fund? If it's public funds, then you don't need it for you don't need for it to be elections for that to be illegal. Because if it's public funds and there's no there's no reasonable public purpose, mm-hmm. malversation yan. So regardless of it of elections, malversation mm-hmm. pa rin yan. So hindi pa rin allowed yan. So again, very important. At this point, free speech pa lang yan. Mm-hmm. It cannot at this point, be the basis of an election offense. Mm-hmm. Is it campaigning? Ulitin ko lang ha, because it gets kind of confusing. Mm-hmm. Is it campaigning? Yes. By one view, it is definitely campaigning because pinapaalala sa'yo kung sino yung tatakbo. Mm-hmm. Pero, is it illegal? It is not. Now, final, final layer. Mm-hmm. Is it immoral? <laughs> it's immoral. Yes, it <laughs> is. Napaka-immoral niyan. Bakit? Because dinadaya mo yung election system. Mm-mm. Merong loophole sa fair elections natin that that's supposed to guarantee na pantay-pantay yung mga magkakatonggali. Ang ginagawa ng mga taong ito, ginagamit nila yung pera nila para magkaroon sila ng advantage. It's the same as a race, yung track and field. Hindi kumabaril yung starting gun natakbo ka na. <laughs> okay. So it is, in that sense, also a form of cheating. Okay? okay? Let me be very clear about that. It's not something that we can we can, we can penalize them for mm-hmm. because it's not illegal. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, 
it is immoral. No? Mm-hmm. It is not something na dapat ginagawa. In oh. fact, dapat iniiwasan yan. So, oh, oh, oh. shame on them actually. Shame on oh, them. Oh. Mahirap lalo i-point yan, no? kasi lalo pag moral obligations in terms of campaigning. Sabi ko nga mm-hmm. parang, eh paano ba natin malalaman kung kanino nang gagaling yung efforts na yan? Is it really from a an organization who really backing up diba, that candidate or it could be his or her diba, department already creating well, the diba, inception. I think, Jeff, I think, Jeff, yung mga gumagawa nito, they don't make a secret of who they are. No? Alam natin kung sino yung mga grupo nila. But you're pointing to a deeper question. Tama ka. So, meron kang asosasyon na naglalabas ng poster mo. Ang tanong eh, ginagawa ba nila yan of their own volition, sarili nilang initiative, or pinupondohan mo ba sila bilang kandidatong darating? No? Are you doing this? Are you are you giving them money? Are you giving them encouragement to do it so that you're actually campaigning without appearing to campaign? Yes. And, and that's a deeper question. And that's a valid thing. Opo. That's a valid question. Oh, that's a good ano din kasi parang scenario yan. we're talking about pre-campaigning pa lang eh sinabi mo oh. ka na dumating na nag-file na sila ng candidacy by October diba? Oh. So, syempre di ba ang bawat candidates they have to to declare diba their expenses during the elections uh, yun ay kung galing sa kanila actually Geoff uh, I'll have to clarify that mm-hmm. they have to declare their expenses during the campaign period. Mm-hmm. Meaning to say, from October onwards, hanggang campaign period, they do not have any obligation to report. Mm-hmm. Ngayon, hanggang filing, ng, hanggang sa campaign period, they have no obligation to report. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the last, in, in, in 2016, there was a senator, a sitting senator now, who mm-hmm. actually went on TV and admitted that he spent 60 million pesos in premature campaigning just so makilala siya ng tao. Mm-hmm. And he won, ha? He won. Mm-hmm. From, from from zero visibility, uh, he spent 60 million pesos, nanalo siya. Senator, first time out. Mm-hmm. Inamin niya yan on, on TV. Mm-hmm. Now, after that, last year, ano nakita natin? Nakita natin 500 million in premature campaign spending. Mm-hmm. Lahat yan hindi ni report, Joff. Mm-hmm. Lahat yan unreported. And hindi pasok doon sa, sa, sa spending limit mm-hmm. ng, ng elections. But again, that's moral issue, no? Ito lang niya parang, <laughs> ano ba yun, na-elect na sila? <laughs> Inamin nila? Yun dapat, yun dapat ay uh, lookout na yan dapat ng mga putante. Oo. The job of platforms like this is to expose that as a reality that exists. Mm-hmm. And then yung mga botante, dapat sila na yung magmuni-muni. Gusto ko ba ng ganitong tao? Gusto ko ba ng mandarayang ganito? Exactly. And kasi tulad niyan, uh, again, filing of candidacy doon pa lang sila mag, uh, ano, magka-campaign. Pero kasi diba there are, sa, ang sabi ko nga sa'yo, baka yung, yung kanila nafa-file nila Pero yeah. is it okay ba, Sir Jess, as a private person or probably a private organization, we believe in this candidate. Eh, gusto namin siyang suportahan. Eh, iniisip lang namin, ayaw namin lumapit doon sa candidate. Kasi parang, siyempre, parang delikadesa. Parang we don't want kasi anything to do. I mean, if we believe in you, we will support you. Tapos nakikita namin, oh, baka kailangan natin i-boost yung ads niya. So, kami na mismo gagastos. Do we need to clear this particular action with Comelec? Walang alam yung candidate. Um, if you want to do it legally, then you're going to have to tell the candidate mm-hmm. and the candidate will have to give an, ano, a certificate of acceptance of donation. Okay? Mm-hmm. And that will be reported to the Comelec. Okay. okay. Kasi yung value ng ginawa mong ad will be added to their spending limit. Okay. It doesn't matter kasi kung hindi siya gumastos, kung kayo gumastos, yung value na yun, idadagdag yun sa spending niya for purposes of computing the spending limit. Let me clarify the value. The value, do you need an official receipt for that? Uh, 
Yes. Uh, first of all, you have to have a deed of donation. Okay? So you, you'll have to execute a donation that says, I am donating, uh, let's just say as an example, I am donating 5 million pesos worth of television ads to the campaign of Geoff Solas. So, meron kang declaration kung magkano i-donate mong airtime. And then, yung campaign ni Geoff Solas will have to give you a document in return saying, Geoff Solas accepts your donation. Thank you very much. So, this goes to the Comelec. Now, this is for the formal arrangements, no? really formal arrangements. May, may mga ganyan dokumento. Now, it happens during the campaign, kuminsan, kunwari, ikaw, citizen ka lang, gusto mo yung ginagawa nung ano nung kandidato okay magpost ka sa Facebook hindi covered yan you can promote them on your Facebook with no expense and that will be allowed okay so in that case walang kailangan computation ng value kasi binigay mo yon ng kusang loob ah okay kasi you're mentioning right now pag pinost natin sa social media um mm. lalo kung personal timeline but what if we're dealing with about page? I'm a blogger or influencer. Sir James, I don't know if that's there's a way for you to also to, to validate it. Pero napansin ko kasi yan from the previous uh, elections na nagtatap sila ng mga influencers. Right. Pero remember, with influencers, it's a personal transaction. Wala tayong rate card for influencers. An influencer can give you a post for free or they can charge you up the nose, right? They can ask for 10,000 pesos for a single mention of their of your product, of your of your candidacy, or they can give it for free. This is not a regulated economic activity right now. So, wala tayong paraan to look into that. However, pag medyo obvious na, kunwari, uh, you're a known influencer and and everyone knows that you're in the business of selling your endorsements. And then we see two, three, four posts all on the same topic, talking about the same person, spread out over time. We can ask you, the candidate, to prove na wala kang binayaran. Okay? Kasi malinaw na mayroong transaction dyan. Okay? Um, but again, like I said, it's an irregular transaction almost. No, it's not. It's not a traditional transaction. So... Ang 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 mangyayari sa ganyan, ang ituturing doon sa influencer ay independent contractor. And an independent contractor can be asked to can be required to submit a contract or uh, an accounting of the value of the services rendered. I see that's good. Sir James, you you mentioned about deed of donation. Saan namin kukuha yan? Gagawa kayo. Uh, any lawyer can do that. You can find a, a form online. It just basically says, uh, ako si ganito, dito ako nakatira, ganyan-ganyan, citizenship, and then I donate so-and-so value to so-and-so person. Ganun lang. Very simple lang siya. It can be written in plain English as long as the, the, the basics are there. No, The name of the donor, ikaw yon yung personal circumstances mo, the nature of the donation, and what you got in return, no? or, in considera- or in consideration of whatever. And then, after the deed of donation, kailangan may sagot yun. Yung sagot na yun, yung certificate of acceptance. So the certificate of acceptance is equally simple. It just says, I, the candidate, accept the donation given by so-and-so person. Is there an amount that we are we are talking to or talking Wal- about? Walang minimum amount, wala ding maximum amount, no? Um, what we do have is a cap on the spending. A candidate for a national office will have uh, like 3 pesos to spend per voter, no? In the area where he's running. So, if you stay within that cap, then you're good. Okay. Parang mahirap yata yan, Sir James. Kawari, syempre, if you're a candidate, budgeted mo, alam mo yung strategy mo, alignment mo, plans, ba? Tapos, mm. biglang meron kang supporters na hindi mo naman aakalain na they'll be spending that much. 
Pero as what you have said, we have well if I'm the candidate, I have to declare that at ibabawas ko. Yeah. Okay, so it's like this. Let's say your spending limit is 10 pesos. Just to make it simple. You you as candidate can spend all 10 pesos yourself, right? Pwede ka rin gumastos ng 5 pesos and then 5 pesos in donations. Okay? So, 5 and 5 equals 10. Meaning to say, instead of spending 10 pesos all by your lonesome, you can actually save half of your money. Kasi, the other half, manggagaling doon sa donations. And it can be any combination of that. Let's say, uh, someone someone offers to lend, uh, your spending limit is 100 pesos, Someone offers to lend you uh, a car and services ng car is say 50 pesos, then you've spent on that car alone 50 pesos of your spending limit. But that leaves you with 50 pesos more to spend for the same campaign, right? Kasi lahat ng, lahat ng dinonate sa'yo, whether in cash or in kind, Lahat yan masasama sa iyong statement of contributions and expenditures. Mm-hmm. And lahat yan ibabangga doon sa iyong um, campaign Parang, spending. Nako, tiyan, ang hirap pala talaga. And, and, and ito yung ipapasok natin na if you're the COMELEC now, how are no. you going to, to really uh, look into the details? Diba? So, no. First, oh, sa nakikita ko dyan, declaration of value. Kasi, uh-huh. diba, I mean, ko, ah, no, it's only like ano, one peso, but the real value of that is, you know, it could be 100,000. Um, and that's a way of, of that's a way of getting around the, the spending limit. And then, um, influencers, they will say, okay, no, I just believe in that candidate, but we don't know that there's a lot of last elections. Yung, uh-huh. Ang, ang, ang Instagram mo eh punong-puno ng, ng fashion tapos exactly. biglang may mga ng politiko sa dulo uh, out of nowhere uh, no? biglang uy. out of nowhere biglang biglang si Enrile na yung mukhang nakikita sa Facebook <laughs> sa Instagram mo so yeah they, they do that they do that nakakaloko nga eh I mean and and normally when you talk about it in in in, in forums like this it's usually taboo uh, to, to mention anong kandidato or sinong kandidato but that's ridiculous I mean sinong niloko natin di ba alam naman natin si Enrile yung, gina- yung, yung nangyaring yun. kilala natin yung influencer so huwag na tayo maglokohan alam natin ninigosyo yung ating uh, yung ating uh, platforms nangyayari you know that's a good reflection as well kasi he might have spent that much and this influencers actually have ex- parang posted but it ought to expose them of their morality issue. Kasi syempre, right. at the end of the day, we know that, you know, he didn't win. Diba? Kumbaga, he was really not in the... Kumbaga, to know his uh, performance over the years. I mean, diba? Kaya nga sabi ko, ano nene, parang sabi nga natin, parang ano nene, tatak na sila na matagal pero biglang all of the sudden, hindi siya pumasok doon sa mga lalo na siguro sa hindi siya popular doon sa mga millennials or to the younger population which is the significant um, part of the voters absolutely kaya nga nakakatawa eh talo naman pala <laughs> and this is also very interesting kasi as we look forward in the 2022 and then there's a big chunk of first time voters again and yes. uh, what they're saying is that syempre, last 2016 um the most popular votation for the president ba? 16 million yeah. ngayon, it seems that and with your your quota nga sabi nyo yung mga, mga, mga register ngayon, we might be hitting an uh, a record breaking number again pero itong question Kasi siyempre, di ba, per candidate, so, um, ano yan eh, parang, bakit ang dami-daming tumatakbo, lalo na pagdating sa vice president, may president, tas all of the sudden, biglang may new, uh, newisans candidate. Uh, how, bakit ganun? Can you explain that uh, to us? Kasi parang, bakit sila nakapasok? 
yung tipong na-print pa yung pangalan nila tapos later on i-declare naman pala sila na Nuisance Candidate. Well, actually, yung, yung uh, pagdideklara ng Nuisance Candidate happens before we actually print their name on the ballot. no? And it's a necessary step para nga maiwasan natin yung Nuisance. Now, ano-ano ba yung mga Nuisance? Nuisance, tat- ma- tatlong klase yan in general. no? Number one, yung mga taong hindi naman seryoso sa pagtakbo na ginagawa lang nila yung pag-file ng candidacy para sumikat kasi, well, nasa TV ka eh, di ba? For five minutes, sikat na sikat ka. Meron din naman na nag-file ng certificate of candidacy para para man loko. Literal naman loko. Nakikita natin to sa mga ehemplo na kapangalan nung isang lehitimong kandidato. Yan, tinatawag din yan. Oo. And then finally, yung mga kandidato na Well, alam mo naman na talagang walang kakayanan na na maging uh, lehitimong uh, kandidato. Halimbawa, yung mga taong ang plataporma eh, eh magbibigay ng libreng wifi sa lahat na galing sa UFO. Diba? So, may mga ganyan eh. So, so these people uh, maybe they don't deliberately set out to to make fun of the elections. It's just that you know that they're not You know, they're not serious candidates. Yung una, yung people who make fun of elections, obviously, tatanggal din yan. Uh, and then finally, yung, yung pinaka-contentious, yun nga, yung mga nag-file para lang magulo yung butante. So may mga nuisance candidates na ganun. Uh, ang, pinaka, ang pinaka-recent, uh, isa sa pinaka-recent na examples na talagang matagal na matagal, yung uh, Peter Cayetano. Diba? Mayroong kandidatong Alan Peter Cayetano tapos mayroong tabakbong Peter Cayetano so nagkaroon ng ano dyan, nagkaroon ng uh, mahabang kaso dyan because pinapatanggal yung Peter Cayetano so they had to prove na hindi siya lehitimong uh, kandidato nuisance nga so yun yung ating uh, yun yung step na very necessary before we finalize the list of candidates why? Because nga, you don't want to clutter your ballot exactly. with fake names, no? Ayaw mo yan, eh. So, kailangan lihitin mo lang na kandidato ang nasa balota natin. Okay. Pagdating naman, lalo na ito, pilaka ano na, uh, critical, the president and the vice president. Kasi syempre, nasanay tayo. Parang, bakit ganun sa Amerika? Sila, konti lang ang tumatakbo. Pagdating sa atin, ang dami-dami. Kasi syempre, it, it also uh, uh, one of the causes nagkakaroon ng mga disfranchisement of votes or probably nagkakaroon ng mga division of votes. Um, is there a way for Comelec to do something about it para to limit it to only yung talagang alam mo na may committed sila, maganda yung background nila. Kasi syempre, president at vice president na yan. Okay. Um, well, let, let's compare it to America. No? Uh, in America, a lot of people say they have a by Uh, they have a dual party system or two party system. This is not true. America has a multi party system. And in fact, in, in any in any presidential elections, there are like three or four or five candidates all the time. Okay, it's just that there are two very strong political parties: in Democrat and the New Republican. So, sila lang yung nagapir sa lahat ng ballots. The U.S. is composed of 50 states, and each state has a unique ballot. Some some candidates show up in one state, other candidates show up in five, but only the Republican and Democratic candidates show up in all 50. Okay, kaya sila lang nakikita natin. Okay, is that possible in the Philippines? Hindi yan posible sa Pilipinas. Why? Because our system is designed differently. Our system is designed so that everyone who qualifies gets an equal chance at being on the ballot. Meaning to say, kung ikaw, Jeff Solas, tumakbo ka for president at hindi ka na-disqualify for being a nuisance, you are going to end up on the same ballot as the frontrunner of the dominant majority party. Okay, and in fact, in twenty in twenty 
2016, ano, sorry, 2010, yan ang nangyari. There was in fact an independent political party that joined the presidential fray. So, alongside big names, big political names, you had a name that you'd never seen before. Why? Because ang system natin actually puts a premium on equal access. Okay? Dapat kung nag-file ka at qualified ka, dapat pasok ka sa balota. So, a lot of people take advantage of that. Hindi ka ni-nominate ng party mo, gawa ka na sarili mong party. Kaya dumadami naman. Yun yung flip side niya, no? yun yung reverse. While it's good that we have an open system na medyo na-abuse din naman because nga, kung hindi ka uh, famously, no, ginawa ni Marcos yan, hindi siya tinanggap ng liberal party, naggawa siya ng sarili niyang, lumipat siya ng nationalista. Si si Pino, si ano, si Binigno Aquino wasn't named eh, the nationalista candidate, lumipat siya ng liberal. So, Ganun ang sitwasyon doon. No? Uh, wala kasi tayong malalakas na political parties. In fact, um, alam mo yung taste test sa mga soft drinks? Yung naka-blindfold ka, tapos iinom ka ng soft drinks, malalaman mo difference. Pag tinaste test mo yung mga political parties natin, you would not be able to know the difference. Because they're all the same. They believe in the same things. They, they have the same policies, they have the same platforms of government, walang pinag-iba. Okay? Merong isa or dalawa na medyo kakaiba, yung mga progresibo lalo na, but by and large, the major political parties are almost indistinguishable from each other. And that being the situation, you can really expect na marami talaga ang tatakbo because they just go from one party to the other. Okay. You started, sabi mo kanina, yung pagdating sa party list, tapos uh, yung mga filing of candidacies. Siyempre, magsisimula na yan. Uh, yung party list mo is tapos na March 31. Uh, diba, Sir James? Ano yan? Uh, sa party list lang yan, yes. Uh-uh. Pero for the other positions, sa October pa. October Ngayon, 1. Yes. Oh, October 1. So in this particular case, now we are leading to... Um, I don't know kasi parang if it's the the best time or how do you foresee it? You, do you think that there will be more people filing for candidacy? Yes, I think so. Nakita na natin yan in 2019. In 2019, we had more than 100 partilist groups competing. Mm-hmm. We had 50 people competing for the Senate. 50, mm-hmm. 5-0. Never siya <laughs> never siya umakyat ng ganyan kataas. Dati mga 24, 26 lang, no? Umabot ay ng 50. Pati yung mga taong hindi mo kilala, tumatakbo for for senator. Mas lalo pa ngayon. Mas lalo pa ngayon kasi sasabihin nila and and I already saw I got a preview of this from someone. Sasabihin nila, "Eh ngayon wala nang face-to-face campaigning." So hindi na kami expected mag-spend ng malaki. Lahat online na. May Facebook naman kami. So, dadami ang 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 makikipagsapalaran ngayon and and that's to be expected. Yeah. You mentioned about the new normal campaigning and um mm-hmm. that will be very interesting as well. Ano nga ba ang new normal campaigning ngayon pag nag-file na kami ng candidacy? Well, uh ano ba yung old campaigning? Ang old style of campaigning kasi is sobrang heavy on face-to-face eh. No? Pupunta ka, oo, pupunta ka sa barabarangay, magmamotorcade ka, mag, maghahagis ka ng, ng t-shirt or ng candy, uh, meeting di abanse ka. Lahat yan, either mawawala na or magbabago drastically. Okay? Bakit? Kasi super spreader event yan. Ganyan karaming tao nagsisiksikan, magkakaroon at magkakaroon ka ng COVID transmission. Now, people will say, eh nakamask naman kami. Sure, yung kandidato nakamask. Pero paano yung mga taong nanunood sa kanya? Yung mga taong nanunood sa kanya, nakamask nga, nasa baba naman. Naka-face shield nga, nasa noo naman. So, pointless, right? So, we have to limit that. So, mababawasan yung face-to-face encounters. In those cases na meron pa face-to-face, sabi mo na may rally, 
magkakaroon ng restrictions. Anong restriction? Dati, pag nagrally ka, want to sawa ang crowd. Okay? Parang mapapahiya ka pag konti lang dumating. Pero ngayon, kailangan 50% or less nung capacity ang crowd mo. Okay? Hindi mo pwedeng punuin ang isang venue. It has to be uh, less than the maximum capacity and there will be strict social distancing measures in in place no meaning to say it will not feel like a rally bakit kasi magkakalayo kayo eh hindi kayo katulad nung dati na nagsisikapin pa rin oo pangatlo everyone will be masked okay pangapat people will be discouraged from making loud noises with their mouths bakit Kasi the louder you speak, the more droplets you expel. And the more droplets you expel, the worse it gets for, for transmission. It cannot be in, in, in closed spaces. So, so basically, madami. Madaming limitations on physical campaigning. Paano mo babalansihin yan? Babalansihin mo yan by giving more premium to social media campaigning. So, luluwag naman yung social media. So, a lot of the fighting will go to social media kung saan magkakaroon ka ngayon ng bagong rules to ensure equal access. Why? Contrary to popular belief that Facebook is is easy or that it's a, it's a great equalizer, the reality of the situation is that all social media... It, can be free pero only at a basic level if you really want to make good use of social media you have to be a paid user exactly why so kunyari dito sa streamyard streamyard is great but you cannot do this for for one to sawa uh, with your own logos unless it's a paid account you cannot have Zoom for more than 40 minutes unless it's a paid account. So, obviously, may bayad yan. What about Twitter and, and Facebook? Yes, these are free. Pero, content is king. Remember, sa dinami-dami ng gumagamit ng Facebook at Twitter, tatabunan ka ng mga magagandang content. When was the last time na nakaalala ka ng isang tweet na text lamang? Wala. Why? Because ngayon, Ang tweet to be rememberable, to be to be memorable, kailangan may picture. And kung may picture yung kalaban mo, kailangan ikaw may video. <laughs> so, so kailangan ikaw meron kang resources para gumawa ng video. Now, does it stop with your side? No, it doesn't. Because ang audience mo is the bigger consideration. 80% of Filipinos are able to access the internet only through free Facebook which is text-based. Yes, yes, yes. Sabihin, you cannot even view video content for 80% of the Filipinos. So, ang laki ng digital divide. Right? Uh-huh. So, when people say, magpe-Facebook na lang ako, that's an illusion. Uh-huh. Okay? It is not an equalizer. It is certainly not equal for, for, for anyone now. And it will be worse because during the campaign, people will now have resources to pour into their content. Kaya na nilang gumawa ng content. And then they can get people who will manage their, their accounts uh, professionally. Again, that costs money. So exactly. kung ikaw, kung ikaw, ano ka lang, uh, you're just some guy na, na medyo excited to makbo at meron kang Facebook account, kala mo kaya mo mag-compete, good luck. Technically speaking, kaya mo. Pero that would be an uphill battle. Ayan. Kasi you mentioned already all of these particular challenges. And I wanted to proceed naman. Pray now you're telling me about the capabilities of the Comelec and the challenges of innovations. So, yes. dyan papasok yung, I think there's a need now for more private organizations and individuals to help. Kasi syempre, Comelec is the one who's facilitating all of this. And if we believe doon sa ating right, diba, right for suffrage, for voting people in power. So, in short, 
we really have to deal with Comelec and make it sure that everything will run smoothly. Yes, Joff, uh, and I'm glad you brought that up, no? Because here's the reality of the situation: no one expected this pandemic to happen, and certainly no one expected that we would make the transition from from in-person campaigning to digital campaigning quite so rapidly. Okay, in fact, uh, 2010 palang sinasabi na namin na we should start migrating to online. But 2010, 2013, 2016, wala pa rin. Grabe, Why? No? Because oh, digital divide talaga eh. Mas mm-hmm. marami ang audience na walang internet. Mm-hmm. So, naglag ang development. Another mm-hmm. thing missing right now, Joff, do you know that there are not even any laws regarding social media? Wala. Mm-hmm. Wala pang bukas na ginagawa ang Kongreso. So, basically... All of a sudden, Comelec is doing this all by itself. <laughs> Wala tayong institutional uh, partners. Hindi ko lang naririnig ko diyan, 'di ba, Sir James? Oh, and, and 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 here's the irony. Ang gamit ng Comelec sa ganitong klase mga platform, itong mga campaigning, etc., etc., ang gamit ng Comelec diyan is once every three years. Mm, true, true. This is this is the kind of technology, the kind of implementation that would be beneficial to any any of the line departments department mm-hmm. of health department of education all of these executive departments kayang-kaya nilang gamitin ito and in fact they should be using these 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 facilities and yet there is no regulatory framework ngayon pumilek mm-hmm. kasi nakikita namin yung need na nagkakaroon tayo ng pressure na magkakaroon ng election we're all of a sudden having to make this regulatory framework by ourselves, right? And so mahirap. It is a big challenge, no? Dapat ang gumagawa nito, private enterprise. Private Ayan. enterprise dapat talaga nagli-level up ng facilities. Dapat private enterprise na nagli-level up ng internet speeds. Eh, ano naman ang kinalaman ng Comelec kasi dyan? Okay? So, there's a lot of room for for improvement in all of these things hindi lang na pag-uusapan because normally when people think about elections ang naiisip lang nila yung traditional elections Uh-oh. they fail to take into consideration na talagang literally this is a new normal and when we say new normal we don't mean to say the old normal with new clothes we, we mean entirely new throw out your old wardrobe and and buy new buy buy new everything okay new ways of doing things, new problems, okay. new challenges, and new solutions. Okay. Ang problema, okay. uh, Comelec is not the only one who should be doing this. Dapat. Yeah. Yeah. Dapat talaga everybody can We're looking at, uh, later on, we'll expound on that. We'll get back to that. Pero yung on the day of elections, it's the Sige. new normal. Punta tayo doon. Okay. Pero bang magbabago? Marami. Marami. Um, Are we online voting? Uh, alam mo, online voting, we can't eh, because there's no infrastructure for that right now. There is no law that authorizes online voting. There is no reliable infrastructure for online voting. I mean, you're supposed to buy that from the online voting supplier. Pero, I mean, that has its own problems, no? But the most basic challenge really is that there is no there's no authorizing law. The other solution that we were looking at was postal voting. But again, mm-hmm. it is all of the other working parts, all of the other moving parts that are supposed to level up are not leveling up. When was the last time you received mail from, from the post office? So can you imagine anong klaseng challenge yan meron for elections? The only, thing, the only thing that's working right now is likely to happen yung absentee voting Mm-mm. which means uh, some people will get the opportunity to vote ahead of time Mm-mm. okay they will they will be able to vote ahead of time para mabawasan yung load on election day again we're talking about 61 62 million voters on election day um we're talking about 110,000 precincts 110,000 polling places uh, individual polling places with roughly 800 to 1,000 people per precinct. 
So, parang batching. Sobra! And, and <laughs> so, so, you're looking at a situation where <coughs> you can't crowd them in. Yeah. You have to have a, a minimum, uh, a maximum of mga five people in a polling place at any one time. So, parang ano to, no? parang vaccination program. Mayroon kang priority for senior citizen. Tapos may priority ka na next level naman yung mayroong comorbidity. Diba? I mean, ang... Well, we're finding ways to to prioritize all of the voters because that's a lot of voters, no? Uh, so we haven't gotten to that point yet. Na meron tayong action plan, but we are looking at everything. Why? Because it's not a simple matter of putting up an action plan, Joff. Because this is an this is a legal activity. Elections to eh. So hindi tayo pwede magsabi-sabi lang basta oh. Lahat ng A or lahat ng B, lahat ng C. Kailangan merong regulatory framework. So kailangan may batas or may resolution. So gina- binabalangkas pa natin yung batas, no? So yung yung regulatory framework niyan ginagawa pa lang natin and you know, in the process tinitingnan natin ano yung pinaka-logical. Halimbawa, a lot of people love the idea of alphabetical voting. Mahirap 'yan. Because okay. alphabetical voting, it actually will work only kung predictable yung distribution ng apelido. Ibig sabihin, kung alam mo na more or less pantay-pantay ang bilang ng may letra A or versus letrang Z na apelido, which is impossible. no? Sabi naman ng iba, by gender, kalokohan yun. Mas lalong kalokohan naman yun. Meron naman isa nagsabi, Uh, ano to? By age. My gosh. <coughs> so, ang dami-daming mga solutions na ino-offer. But we're trying to find the best solution. Ano? Um, at this moment, ang, ang namumuro is precinct-based. Uh-uh. Ang challenge lang doon is to get the information out to every single voter kusa ang presinto siya baboto. For instance, ikaw, Geoff, um, mm-hmm. if I say, uh, kanyari, Kanyari, ang precinct number mo ay 55. You have to come to the polling place only at the appointed hour of the appointed day for precinct 55 to vote. So, challenge yan. Paano mo malalaman, paano mo, Joff, malalaman na ikaw ay nakaschedule sa ganitong oras, sa ganitong araw? ba? Diba? So, it becomes a huge public information challenge. Exactly. Um, Tsaka kung matatapos ka ng on time. Kasi I'm sure, parang, siya next sa akin, gatong batch naman, di ba? Exactly. Eh. And then, as if that's not complicated enough, kailangan natin gumawa ng spillover. Ano yung spillover? What if, doon sa Precinct 55, mayroong 300 katao, 100 lang dumating, tapos late dumating yung 200. Hindi mo na ba pabubutohin? Hindi oh, pwede. <laughs> kailangan pabutohin pa rin yun. Kasi, ang ang uh, scheduling na ganito, this is not a disqualification. So, kailangan gawan pa ng paraan para makaboto sila despite the fact na na-late sila. Nako, so, eh, marami it, pa naman dinideal dyan, di ba pag yung mga last-minute voters? Ang dami yan. Oh my gosh, ang dami yan. Ang Pilipinas ay bansa ata ng deadline beaters. Anyway, Sir James, Kathy, this is really very interesting and I think para magkakaroon pa tayo ng mga next episodes, I would like also to siguro get you more as we go uh, closer doon sa mismong. I hope you're still available by that time. Pero ganito, as of this moment, what we're looking at is for private sectors to really volunteer. Ako will be very straightforward. Ako volunteer kasi syempre don't charge to the COMELEC just because as you have said. <laughs> Nobody has anticipated the pandemic and the cost equivalent of this uh, digital ano, no, requirements. So, unang sasabihin natin dyan, Telco, Smart, Globe, BLDT, Dito, lalo dyan, papasok yan. So, I hope that all of those are friends and uh, listeners right now would go. Ngayon, question, paano kami magsasubmit ng support sa Comenec? Um, kapag merong mga interested entities na gusto tumulang sa Comelec, um, all they need to do really is to send us a letter 
manifesting their intention to support the COMELEC and in what particular way. Okay? So, kunwari, sulat ka sa akin, sabi mo, uh, I represent so-and-so group, gusto namin tumulong in this respect, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. And then, what happens is, someone from the COMELEC will get in touch with you and then we will sit together pag-uusapan natin yung terms ng cooperation. Okay? Magkakaroon tayo ng memorandum of agreement or memorandum of understanding para naka-layout kung ano yung yung forma ng cooperation. It's a very it's a very simple process and it's formal for everyone's protection pero it's so easily facilitated now. In fact, marami na kaming ongoing na mga partnerships no mostly for voter education mga kabataan na gusto mag-mobilize ng mga ibang kabataan ay nagpa-partner po sa amin and so we, we tell them what we can do and then they tell us what they want to do to help the COMELEC Rest assured naman Sir James and you know, the rest of the COMELEC that most of our friends alam naman in the media particularly um, may mga other NGOs will be more vigilant and also uh, going to be more in uh, mas intense na kami ngayon eh, no? para mag-participate yes. pero ngayon I wanted to address kasi specifically lalo na yung sinasabi natin digital so kailangan talaga ng telecommunications internet probably even the mobile devices hello di ba maghihello-hello na tayo dyan kina Oppo kina Apple or kaya kay Samsung Vivo I mean all of this um, if they could lend ngayon, if they're going to donate they have to, again, force it through the COMELEC with all of what you've mentioned earlier. Tapos, yes. aside from that, kasi to, syempre, tulad, nakikita na natin, no? Yung sinasabi mong batching-batching. So, there's a need for logistics. Absolutely. Napakalaki ng need for logistics. Especially yung need nung... Uh, one, of, one of the things that I've been pitching for the longest time is I need someone to develop an app. An app that's easy for everyone to use that will allow COMELEC to send you messages that are specifically tailored for your particular need. Again, like I said, uh, one of the main challenges now is to tell you kung kailang ka boboto. So imagine an app that you register on that gives you that 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 you you that that you give your personal information to or some personal information to and which in return gives you information tailored for your use. Saan ka boboto? Anong oras ka kailangan pumunta? A reminder a day before elections na, uy, bumoto ka bukas. Mm-hmm. A reminder on the day of elections na bumoto ka. And then, that can, <coughs> that can also double as a contact tracing app on mm-hmm. election. Diba? That can be deployed as a contact tracing app. So, Ako? That's the kind of that's the kind of contribution that would be very helpful, Jeff. Okay. If someone can donate uh, uh, an app like that, like design an app like that, work on it with us. Uh, again, like you said, for free, because obviously, hindi naman tayo naka, naka budget dito. That would be an incredible boost to the effort to make the election safe and credible. No, again, in 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 other countries. Individual, because in other countries, Jeff, they either have a strict ID system, Mm-mm. or they have very strict rules on telecommunications. Mm-mm. One SIM card per citizen. Mm-hmm. Eh. So, ano nangyayari on election day? The SIM card get receives a message that's specifically tailored for that person. So, James Jimenez, dito ka nakatira on this day, boboto ka. Go and vote. Pag hindi ka nakaboto, ba't hindi ka bumoto? Personalized siya. Automated yan, pero personalized. So, sa atin kasi free for all eh. Uh, any person can buy any number of SIM cards. So, hindi natin kaya gawin that way. So, we need to do it a different way. So, probably an app nga that can be used and shared even if you're only talking to smartphone users in the Philippines that's still a... a so marami pa rin yan. So makakatulong pa rin. So anyway, Sir James, just to, ano din, to make it uh, para mas maganda din pa madaling i-absorb ng audience natin. 
will you come up with a wish list or will the Comelec be announcing it in your website in your social media page I mean chapter obviously sabi nga namin we won't mind helping Comelec because at, we're talking about six years <laughs> kung ayaw na, na, ayaw natin magsisi at uh, pangatawanan natin to and we really believe in the power of vote then we should empower the Comelec kasi sure. even we keep on ano diba kung type sa voters education meron pa rin kasi dyan yung real issue of on the day itself wala pa tayo dun sa nagbibilangan tayo sir James no mukhang mas malayo pa yun uh-huh. sige Jeff why don't we do this why don't you uh, when you're free have me on again and mm-hmm. we talk about nothing but that wish list I'll, I'll, I'll produce that wish list for your show. Ayan. Salamat, maraming salamat. So anyway, Sir James, thank you so much. I mean, I'm flashing right now the website, which is thepomelic.com.ph. Kasi lalo na sa mga registration natin. Uh, I keep on registration, guys. I mean, I know that you are now listening, that there are a lot of concerns. Pero kasi it is easier for us to know and acknowledge all of this. Kasi kaysa maging blindsided tayo, di ba? Na hindi natin alam yung mga nangyayari. Tapos pwedeng natin doon, nagkakagulo tayo. So, it's better for us to be uh, re- proactive with these issues. So anyway, Sir James, is there, uh, just to wrap it up and to, to give us any uh, words, uh, parang last words mo para to, to impart to our audience? Um, the, I guess the, the most important thing really now is to encourage people to register and vote. Araw ng kagitingan ngayon. And, and uh, standing up to be counted as a voter is an act of heroism all by itself. No? Um, isa sa pinakamalaking leksyon nitong pandemia ay nakita natin na yung ability natin to survive an epic health crisis like this is really dependent on the kind of governance we receive. And it's very important for people to understand that the kind of governance they receive is dependent on who they vote for in elections. Ibig sabihin, pag, pag hindi mo sineryoso yung iyong right to vote at bumoto ka ng kusino-sino lang, yung governance na matatanggap mo, eh, ganyan-ganyan din lang. Diba? When you vote, you have an opportunity to design government. You have an opportunity to put people in power who are actually going to do good in government. So it's a it's an opportunity for you now. A lot of you are not registered yet. A lot of you have given up on politics. But now I trust you see how important politics is in our daily life. In fact, I trust that you now see that politics is in fact life or death. We have more than 14,000 dead from COVID. And that is directly related to the ability of government to respond to the challenges. And you, as a voter, you have the direct ability to decide what sort of government we will have for the next six years. So, kakataong kayo, huwag niyong sasayangin yan. Yes. Actually, again, those are very empowering and brilliant words coming from Comelec. Spokesperson James Jimenez, thank you so much. Ako lang, at the end of the day, sabi ko to, to simplify, uh, dapat talaga we have to be involved, we have to find out all of the informations, and let's do something about it. Hindi tayo nagre-reklamo lang. Sabi ko nga, at the end of the day, ano eh, walang sisihan. Kasi syempre, if whoever wins there, we have to accept. Kasi ide-declare yan ng Comelec, tapos eventually, di ba, uh, ipa-finalize yan, and then yung term niya, he or she, will have this full term. Diba? and full access to whatever position that he or she is going to win for. So again, kung ayaw nyo magkaroon ng sisihan tayo, then let's do something more about it. Okay? Sisabi ko nga, let's think smarter. So again, thank you so much, Sir James. Again, this is a very wonderful and enlightening, brilliant. I really wanted to invite you very soon again. Yung nga, promise nyo with the, with the requirements. At ako, on my case, we would really be helping you guys uh, in my own personal note and of, of our network on how we could help the Comelec. Kasi lahat tayo nakasalalay na to eh. Kung ano yung experience nating COVID na to, dapat matuto na tayo and then let's do something more and move forward. So again, Sir James, thank you so much. 
um, for having you uh, joining us right now and again for the future pa po. Kasi again, we really wanted the voters talaga to be empowered. So again, thank you guys for joining us. Again, uh, this is available in YouTube and also in my podcast care of Anchor FM. So it's available in iTunes and also in Spotify. So again, thank you so much. Have a great evening. Hi guys, so please follow my social media accounts, Joff Solas. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook page, and I also have my website, www.joffsolas.com. And also please, as early as now, subscribe in my YouTube account or YouTube channel, Joff Solas. Thank you.